Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Cooter Villa channel. I'm Scott Cooper, and I'm here with Noah Fisher and Tommy Lazaridis to discuss Aston Villa versus Brighton Hove Albion. Yes, it was all about Europa League conference. It was all about getting the three points. We had to better uh, Tottenham and Brentford's um, results, and we did that. We are in the conference. We're going on a European tour, and all that's coming up and much more after this. Okay, so it was Villa Park, it was Brighton and Hove Albion, and it was the biggest game in um, for Villa for a few years now, maybe since avoiding relegation on the last day back in our first year in the Premiership. So, guys, what a game, what, a, what an occasion, what a crowd. Um, Noah, I'll go to you first. It was just incredible atmosphere, um, a, a few nerves, I think, from everyone watching, all us villains around the world. Um you know, to come this close and to not do it would have been uh, devastating. But we came out, we um, we started well. Jacob Ramsey, unbelievable in that first half, especially. And we got the early goal through uh, Douglas Louise after a great run from JJ. Mate, what a day that would have been to have been at Villa Park. Um, very jealous of everyone that was there. Um, all the videos looked incredible, like with the players coming on the coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but first things first, got to give credit to Brighton because they are a fucking good side. They are unbelievable. So credit where credit's due because they are very good. And we did the double over them. And they are mm. a very, very, very good team. Um, yep. But as you said, I think JJ must be a little bit upset he didn't make the England squad because that was a very, very good JJ performance. Um, I think it's his, I think it's his best performance in a Villa shirt. Oh, 100%. I'd say that. 100%. But honestly... Couldn't go for a better start. I was, to be fair, going into the game, I wasn't nervous at all. But as soon as the game kicked off, I was absolutely bricking it. And, yeah, the nerves were settled quite easily with the uh, Douglas Louise finish. That's it. Our player of the season, Dougie, uh, Tommy, um, on the spot again. Um, I think uh, that's, uh, is it, I think, seven goals or maybe eight goals this season. He's 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 chipped in, that's what I'm saying. And um, he's uh, he chipped in again in the clutch moment. Um, Brilliant run from JJ and a great ball to pick him out as well on the edge of the box. And um, it just really, uh, you know, calmed the nerves and made, made us all feel a bit bit more easy going into the uh, into the match. Yeah, absolutely. I think Dougie actually got the interception and started that that play. So, uh, you know, it was only, um, you know, justice that, that he finished it. Um, again, JJ's been in unreal form. You know, I don't want to kind of reference Grealish, but we seem to be, you know, breeding some pretty good gems out of Birmingham. So, you know, good to see that we are the most dominant clubs in the club in the Midlands and all the best youth coming to, to Villa. Um, yeah, like I said, you know, we're shitting bricks, you know, Brighton play well. Evan Ferguson is just such a natural talent. I think he's going to be a great forward for them as well. Um, you know, we sprung them, I think, offside once or twice early on. And um, I think, you know, we just had to put it to bed nice and early, just kill their confidence. And, you know, they play they play attacking football. And, and I think we were kind of, I thought we were risking it with the high line, but, um, you know, Dougie breaking the deadlock. And then again, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but then mm. you know, JJ again, putting his body on the line, taking a pretty hard hit from Steele to get the assist to Ollie. And 
you know, two nil for that was wrapped. You know, I, th I thought, to be honest, I thought the floodgates could have opened from there. Um, I think we're forgetting Bailey's shot that hit the, the woodwork. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was before or after, but I was actually I was rewatching the game, and I think at twenty two, you just look at how everyone kind of bought into to what we were wanting out of this game. I think there was more for us to prove than Brighton. You know, their season was done and dusted, and you know they're just going to go out with a bang if they won. But um, I think at twenty two minutes, I saw Bailey actually, you know, hustle back on um, and CCO, his name was, and then actually won the foul. Um, you know, at the right back position. So, you know, from the get-go, just everyone really looked locked in. And again, Brighton are not an easy side at all. Kind of coincidental that we've beat them twice this season. And then, you know, we've kind of left it to the last day. You know, I know Noel will touch on predictions earlier, but um, I always had a feeling it would come down to this, but couldn't have asked for a better start, to be honest, Scotty. Absolutely. And, um, you know, like with, with uh, Brighton having nothing to play for, Noah, that can go one of two ways. They can just relax and just say, right, yeah, let's just play and they can, you know, play well. Or they can be, you know, one one foot on the beach already thinking about their holidays and, you know, not really care at all. But they, they rocked up and they gave us a, great, a really good game. And, um, you know, speaking like Tommy said about putting your body on the line, I thought that was that was highlighted um, in John McGinn. Um, he just was... <clears throat> putting his body on the line, sticking his bum in, you know, turning people, winning the ball, getting a toe in. And I think he had a uh, role in that first goal too, um, you know, bodying one of their midfielders and keeping the uh, attack alive. I mean, you can speak about teams being on the beach, Scott, but I'll run you back to our first season in the championship. We played Brighton at Villa Park last yes, game we of the did. season. They come into the tie on top of the ladder. They need a win to secure the championship. And uh, we draw with them. We steal the title off them. So I tell you what, if I was a Brighton fan, I'd have loved to have taken European football of Aston Villa yesterday. So I think mm. they were up for the fight. They wanted to prove they're a good side. They want to cement and finish their season with a win. Um, but we just we were up for it. And as you mentioned, John McGinn, what a player. Since Uno Emery's come in, Juan McGinn um, has uh, been a very good player, hasn't he? Oh, he's, he's great. He's great. And it, and Tommy, it was a bit of a nasty game in that first half at times. I thought as well, there was, there was a few niggly fouls, Brighton, um, the Brighton players were surrounding the ref at one point. Yeah, there that was, was, that was petty. So petty, Scott, wasn't it, man? Mm. Yeah, but you it know, just, um, you could tell that there was a bit of edge and that maybe there was, you know, some cards and some red cards around the corner in that second half. Yeah, well, I mean, most, I think a fair few of our players cop silly yellows as well, um, yep. you know, unnecessary cards. But again, like bodies on the line, I don't want to touch too much on the cards. Maybe let's touch on some of the positives, you know, Kamara getting the foot in, you know, chasing back when Ferguson actually sprung the offside trap. Mm. Um, and then I think also Cash with the double block. Yeah, right? so yeah. That could have easily, that could have equalized, maybe even been up, you know, had, had good fortune gone their way. VAR, you know, the Messiah, whoever's <laughs> up there, always coming to our rescue more than uh... it's not. So. I know it screwed us sometimes, you know, I mean, their goal was onside and you can't really do much about it, but I think it's done us a fair bit of justice, you know, right? Like if it was 1-1, then the game's kind of different, but, you know, 2-0, I thought it was kind of locked up from there. Yes, and then NCSO gave it to the whole end after scoring just to have the goal uh, chalked off. Um, it, fuck. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was good to see that. And, of course, you know, VAR has been on our side of, of late, um, Noah, and... Uh, but it, it, it is nervous doing the high line. Um, and I think having Maddie Cash in there instead of Ashley Young, I think, um, you know, Ashley Young is better at keeping that line. Cash um, on a couple of the 
of you know the situations was just slightly behind the other three and um you know it wasn't quite as maybe neat and tidy as it was against liverpool last week or the week before against uh tottenham so um you know it's something you know that's it is risk and reward but i'm i'm kind of excited that emery has the faith in our players to do it you know to give oh. us the confidence to do it 100% but I, I think it comes down a lot to how many games Cash has played in this system yep. I think Ashley Young's played a lot more football under Emery and is used to the high line compared to Matty Cash who played a little bit then got injured for it was only a couple of weeks but he ends up being out for a couple of months so I think mm. he's probably only played I would say under 10 games I know I'm probably wrong there's just a guess but about 10 games under Unai Emery where Ashley Young probably played 20 or you know he's played a lot of games um, I love that we're doing it because it's a real ballsy thing to do. Like it, it really is like takes a lot of guts to say to your boys, we're doing this. And if it works out, like we should have been so good at it. You look like an mm. absolute genius. But how many times have we seen high lines not work out for you? I can think of a game that we were playing in, which was the Liverpool 7-2, where we yep. just took absolute advantage of Liverpool's high lines. So well, you've got to be good at Liverpool- it. Well, I'd say it's probably done us more justice than injustice. Now, and again, you got you got to just commit to it and just refine over time. I did hear a stat, and I mean, it's probably Judy and flag this. Um, in the last fourteen games, we've only conceded seven coming into this game. Did not know that. Thought, wow. So, Good. I think that plays its part as well, right? Yeah, um, we had those. That- we had those three games: Leicester, Arsenal, and uh, Man City, where we. Uh, we considered eleven goals in the three games, and then since then we've, we've really we've really tightened up the back line. And that's right. Tyro Mings, Konza, Cash, Moreno, um, Digne in these last couple of games as well has has really come to the fore and you know been really solid defensively. I was um quite interested to see that um uh global Greg Evans from the uh, Athletic uh he he gave Martinez his Player of the Year. For um for the saves he made this season and the crucial saves mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some of those um games where we just won by a goal or you know and that just goes back to like that defensive setup that um that solidarity we have with those five at the back and um yeah I think the the high line it's proactive you know we're making the opposition have to adapt to it. Um, whereas if you sit back and you defend deep, like a lot of teams do, maybe against better sides, um, you're you're sort of reactive. You you know you're waiting for them to do something, and then you, you try and close the door. Whereas we are forcing them to say, "Go on, play that ball over the top. Go on, we know you yeah. want to, do Agreed. it." You know, I, um, I think Martinez is actually kind of brought back into what we're doing at Villa. I think his head was probably in the clouds, you know, post World Cup fever probably post something else fever as well, but we won't go into that. <laughs> um, you know, like it, it's, it, I think he's really brought back in and yet arguably he could have been the player of the season, Scott. He's actually Mr. Consistent. I know Luis had a stellar season, but Martinez hasn't skipped a beat. Definitely. He's definitely, I think, um, you know, since Emery has come in, he's turned his season around just like many of the players, like we spoke about earlier with um, yeah, but- Watkins, McGinn and, you know, but you know, he was letting in a few goals, maybe a few softer goals early in the season. That few of them weren't really his fault, deflections and things like that. But um, you know, I think he's really stepped up a level, and he is one of the best goalkeepers in the Premier League, and and probably our best player in terms of if you look at the like who's the 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 highest ranked player in his position in, uh, in he's you know in the top ten goalkeepers in the world. I'm not sure we've got. You know, the, one of the top ten right backs or centre midfields in the world, but 
Um, we definitely got the, one of the top 10 goalkeepers in the world. And um, Kind of weird, right? Like, you look yeah. at all other players, like Dougie, player of the season, but, you know, he's probably not even top 20 in his position in the world. Martinez is uh, top three, man. I mean, like, you know, yeah. you really think, who's more considered? You know, when you bring a World Cup home, I think that really bring you know, puts you above the others in terms of pedigree. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of funny, right? But I think he said he wants to win something with Villa. This is a step towards that. We reinvest in the squad. We upgrade where we need to. We reinforce. We bring in good quality additions. I think our bench has always been a bit weak. I think that'll be interesting. I do think, I don't know if this is a good segue, but I think it could spell the end of some of our good youth. I think Ramsey's kind of established himself now in that system. Then you've got the likes of Archer, Kessler Hayden, that like, I think they might be on the way out. You know, like I love Archer and I think he's going to be a freak, but Emery says, hey, I want to bring in a $50 million, $60 million goal scorer. I don't yeah. think anyone's going to remember these players. Yeah, um, but I guess the, the other side of that coin would be we've got more games now, so maybe right. we, right. we we could integrate these guys. I mean, maybe Archer can play in the in the Europa Conference. Um, you know, maybe Aaron Ramsey, someone like that, could come into the squad as well. Um, Tesla Hayden, I, I, I was impressed with him when we saw him um, you know, here in Australia in the preseason, and um, that just seems so long ago now. I, I was know. thinking, I can't believe that that is this season. You know, it's, it's approaching just, twelve months ago. How crazy it is! I know, and a different manager, a totally different mood compared to where we were. You know, this time last year. So it's fantastic. It's uh, such a huge result, and I'm just so glad that you know, everyone sort of celebrated it together, the atmosphere. I mean, um, when JJ missed that chance, that oh. absolute gold, golden chance, everyone was singing JJ's one of our own, like straight after it was like, okay, we're no negativity. We're going to, we're going to keep going. We're, we're all in this together. Yeah. And um, the that's crowd, how it's got to be. That's got to yeah. be like, you know, you're going to miss sitters. Sometimes results aren't going to go our way, but it's funny when we rally and, I was actually talking to a colleague of mine. He's actually a Chelsea fan. What a shit time. I know. Um, but he was actually saying, he goes, he's got some mates down in Birmingham. He goes, mate, everyone says, talks about Villa and how incredible their support is more than anything. Because, you know, and you guys have stuck with your club and you deserve all the success. And it's true. It's been a roller coaster, man. Like, I've been following Villa about, what am I now, 30, about 15 years. And it's probably been more bad than good memories, unfortunately. Well, yeah, I mean, four years ago we got promoted, and now we're in Europe. It's it is a roller coaster ride, and you look at teams like Luton that have been promoted. Not um, nine years ago they were in the National League in the non-league, and you know now they're in the Premier League. So, you know, you can have a fairy tale story in this game, and that's why we love it. And um, you know, we're we're going through a good moment right now, and hopefully it continues, and you know we can be. Um, improving next season and and go on a good cup run because I'm I've been looking through a Europa League all day like you know Europa Conference League like who's in it what's the format you know what you know when, when do we start playing when's the draw and I'm looking at all these teams that are in there and you know Leicester got to the semi final of it the first West one. Ham are dominating as well West Ham West Ham final. are in the final so why can't we be in the final there are some good teams in there in the previous years you know you, you had your Feyenoords your Romas teams like that that got into the late stages it's Fiorentina this year AZ Alkmaar these teams are going to be tough and Tottenham in the first ever year the the Europa Conference League they got knocked out in the group stages I mean I don't know if they took it seriously or not but I don't really remember but um, I don't take anything seriously Scott that's no. the problem any this, league 
They're Spurs. They're Spurs. I think the only team that are more Spursier than Spurs are Borussia Dortmund uh, um, oh, after the oh, weekend. Oh, if, oh. But, the, but that's an, that's for another day. But um, look, I'm excited. I think this is going to be great. I think we, you know, two games a week, we can double up on the podcast. It's it's good for the content. Um, I'm I'm really excited. Let's get into the second goal. You know, two nil. We went. Uh, uh, um, that was about 26 minutes in. That was uh, Ollie Watkins with a goal. But um, I just want to highlight uh, Leon Bailey because he's another one that stepped up in the clutch moment, the clutch game. He's a guy that gets a lot of, um, you know, that he's he's sort of like, he's like Vegemite. You know, you either love him or hate him, um, <laughs> you know. And uh, there's a lot of Villa fans out there in the Twitterverse that, you know, give him a good bagging week to week. And um I think he stepped up and had a great game and, you know, showed what he could do possibly, um, you know, if he gets a consistent run of games and play, you know, he gets his confidence back. I mean, I'll jump in. Yeah. Uh, I just think Bailey has been so, so good this year. I know he hasn't had the return he would have liked, but I think if you told me that Leon Bailey would have like four goals and a few assists, I'm not sure how many it would be from right wing, right forward. He's been thrown around the place this year. He's had yeah, a tough year yeah. with management, but he actually looks quite settled in, in Emery's system. I'm yep. not sure how long it's going to last for, but I'll take his return, especially when you look at how Ollie Watkins got 15 goals. You got six goals from Louise. You got seven from Ramsey, something like that. You know, that's yep. a decent return from midfield. Um, And uh, yeah, his involvement in that goal was crucial. Obviously, he doesn't get the accolades of the yeah. assist or the goal, but it was the a ball great through pass. was great quality. Pass. And yeah. and and JJ was so intelligent in that moment as well. He 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 knew that he just had to take the touch across the defender, and then he had all the options he wanted. He could exactly. have a shot. He could give it to Ollie, and it was, that was brilliant. But, but keep not going. only that, if the if it was a bad pass, I reckon it's probably a penalty as well. Castile absolutely takes him out. So I agree. I think I agree. best of both worlds. Ollie, oh no, JJ's done the team thing. Mm. It's a setup for Ollie if it's not a good pass, you get another crack at it anyway. Um, and I think it was fitting that Ollie got gets the goal to take us to Europe because I agree. I, I agree. Yeah, he's had a, he's had a great season. He's gone through a bit of a, a an off patch the last few weeks where his finishing you know wasn't great. The penalty last week was. That would have been disappointing for him because he would have expected to stick that one away and you know get back on form. But um, I'm glad he didn't go into um, next season, you know, without scoring for a while. He's got his goal. He's got us to Europe, and um, yeah, we're looking forward to that um, Europa Conference League draw. Um, I think it's like uh, in August sometime. So we'll have to wait and see who we get. But yeah, guys. And I'll probably touch on Bailey as well, Scott. You know, I know it'll be the bear of bad news, but I said, look, we did shell out like 30 mil, 35 mil for him. So Ollie, Dougie mm. and all that, they cost half of that. And, you know, their outputs, like they've delivered greater results. I would say with Leon, though, you know, he's lightning, he's lethal. Um, but, you know, this has been, he's been plagued with injury. So I think this was his year to to settle, to adjust. And I think now we look to build yep. and improve. You know, it looks like he's pretty settled on that right wing. I think that's where we're going to see him from now. Personally, I mean, if we shell out big bucks on a big name for it, I do still think Emery's going to bring one in. And I mean, we're forgetting we've still got Duran, right? He might fully develop in a year. We don't know. Um, it might be Ollie out wide and maybe someone new in the middle. So I do think Leon or Bailey could actually, you know, go to the bench and come on as an impact sub, which would still be a great result. Don't get me wrong. Like his legs in the final half would be insane. 
Absolutely, but it seems to be any time he's fit, he gets picked by Emery. He does he does stick him in there as well. So I think he does like him, and um, you know I wouldn't be totally shocked if he if he does start again next season. But um, look, yeah, I expect us to make some signings, and I'm really excited because I think that. Emery knows what he wants. He knows his game. He knows his style of play. And he he could really, I think that we saw the owners there celebrating with him on the pitch. Wes and Nazia, like they're having a, you know, they, they're right behind him. And I think that they're going to give him the keys to the car and say, look, bring in your players. We'll back you. That's and, right. Uh, and yeah, just look forward to, yeah, another good campaign. Uh, but Noah, do you think the the Thursday Sunday thing could be a problem because West Ham did struggle in the league this season? Uh, are you worried about maybe too many fixtures? I mean, I'm actually quite excited for too many fixtures, to be honest with you, Scott. Um, I'm worried about the players. I think that Emery is a quality coach. He's a good manager. We've seen that this season. He loves Europe. He knows how to win Europe. He also knows how to maintain league positions. I think if you want any manager to be able to get you through a season in Europe, we've got the right man. Mm. And I think he'll get the players or the extra players he needs to make sure that we know we're not burning out too quickly. Because obviously we want to do cut runs. I reckon he's excited as shit. You saw that celebration. I also reckon, to be honest, he's got a big fat paycheck. He said, if I make Europe and so we were just and said, yeah, no worries, mate, whatever you want. Here's your big bonus. If you make Europe, now we yeah. make Europe all of a sudden. And I reckon he's got a big fat paycheck coming his way. And I reckon he's licking his lips with Europa. Like you said, Noah, this is the man for the job. This is the competition that he's made his name, uh, name with. Um, again, you know, to do it. I mean, Europa, you know, it's above, it's above conference, but to do a three, do a three Pete's insane. Yeah, and he's done it with Villarreal as well. So he's won it four times. It's absolutely crazy, and and I'm sure he 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 thinks he can win it, uh, win the conference, at at another one. He's got to the semifinals of the Champions League, uh, with Villarreal knocking out Bayern. So he's and, and maybe just he's some advice, Unai. Unai, please have dinner, have sex with your wife, and then get on the spread. You know. Spread your bed sheets tonight, and then get get on the spreadsheets tomorrow. All right. You, you think he should decompress a bit to take it I easy? Think he, should, he should definitely decompress. He's, Mate, he was definitely on the tense. laptop. He was definitely showing the laptop doing scouting reports or something. He is. A oh fan. yeah. Mate, we it. all know he was playing solitaire, Noah. Let's be real, mate. Season's over. Yeah, he was che- <laughs> he was checking out like Slavia Prague's form or something. You know, he was win just windrawwind.com. Yeah. Win <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he, he but he's great, and he, I think he spoke great. Oh, his his Instagram posts with the the team oh, celebrating and everything it was, was fantastic. It was but um, let's go back to the game, but and finish off. Uh, of course, Undav scores um, just before half time. Uh, I thought oh. it was a nice goal. Little little touch with his head was a bit of techers. I enjoyed that from a um, from a neutral perspective. But of course, that made it very nervy for us villains in that second half. And then the second half was a bit of a shootout in terms of they attacked, we attacked. Um, you know, there was a uh, you know my fingernails were going down to the bone at one point, but. You know, we we got over the line, Noah. We did it. We hung on, and um, yeah. Uh, what what can you say about this bunch of players that we we haven't already said? It's just fantastic effort, and um, yeah, I can't wait to see where we go on from here. I can't really say more about the players because I think they've been sensational. Obviously, it proves how key a manager is because mm. it's the same. I keep I, I keep pinching myself. It's the same group of players. Yep. 
it besides Moreno, besides Duran, besides Bergen Traore, it yep. is the same group of players that is struggling 17th out of the relegation zone and goal difference. Like I really yeah. do have to pinch myself. It is it is quite ridiculous. But I think that second half was an absolute masterclass from him. Mm. Yeah. I, 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 they threatened a lot in the first half, right? And I was very, very nervous. I think I put in our group chat how good they are. Mm. But I didn't actually feel threatened in that second half. I'm not sure I'm the only one here, but I thought that we just controlled that second half to perfection and got the three points, which was yeah. massive. Definitely. Tommy, do you, do you agree with that? Yeah, and, and I think if you kind of reflect on the season, right, let's go all the way back. Um, I think every player has done something pivotal this season. Like if each time you think of a player, they've done something, right, whether it's a man of the match performance or just put in a shift. Um, for me, I think my player of the season to this day is probably still the Ashley Young, long ball, Kamara, counter, um, gives it to Bailey, slots it in. Top against corner, Leeds, right? like, against Leeds, yeah. Against yeah. Leeds, man. You know, what a goal. Down, so see you, Leeds. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Um also sad to see Leicester go. You know, I know that's heartbreaking. That hurts. Heartbreaking but probably. yeah, I think I think every player has played played a part this season. You know, Bertrand Traore, probably the biggest comeback story this year for us. I'm just happy to see him in a villa shirt again. And um and how you know, like how huge is that goal? In I you know, know. In, it's in funny ter- that Leicester, we kind of I always said we were that Viagra pill that actually gave, catapulted them to win the league. It was when they beat us, they came back. Yeah. And funny enough, we were, you know, that goal was kind of what catapulted us. Um, you know. To, to where we are now and yeah just just everyone's done their part we've all bought in it's all family i mean also just touching some some really lovely photos i think villa uh, the villa official page put some of diego carlos and his family and everyone you know, that guy's so not nice. even he's not even playing and look at all the smiles all everyone's got their family out when um super hot mm. missus by the way emmy love it uh, <laughs> you know so no um there's there's a real sense of family here or family according to uh emery and you know, everyone's bought into what he what what he wants. Um, a few and people absolutely. said I did I did see a comment saying he's a great underdog manager, but they don't reckon he'll ever manage top teams. And if that's the case, I mean, if we're considered an underdog, I'm happy to keep him. I'll take that hundred yeah. percent. Let's give him a ten year contract, twenty years. We don't mind. Well, look, I mean, like he look at the teams he's managed in in Spain, like Seville, Villarreal. They're at you know a similar level to us you know yeah. i mean we have a bigger history than them in terms of you know being european champions and this sort of thing being champions you know back in the the good old 1800s and back in 1981 and this sort of thing but um you know we're a team that should be looking to finish in the top 6 or 7 you know Agreed. and and you know that's that's our sort of area and he's a great manager for that sort of team you know he he overachieves with squads he um he's good in the cups and um he's good I, in the um, europa league so let's do it my, my lovely girlfriend steph i was trying to explain you know different conferences and we how we make europa league and she goes wow she goes so so if he done that in half a season that means you should make the bigger one the champions one next season if he does a full season well ideally right that's that's the general consensus she goes oh it must be exciting to follow your team well it is exciting and um since he's come in he's uh fourth in the points per game in terms of uh you know uh, he's he's only behind uh pep um arteta and ten Hag by you know 0.1 and he's got the second most points in 2023 behind pep yep ridiculous yeah we um, could we we that that those top four spaces are going to be really open next season because um you know Newcastle um you've got Liverpool coming back you've got maybe Chelsea re- on a resurgence if they get Pochettino and um you, you know it's going to be I think um 
you know, Man City will probably win it again. But I think under that, you could probably say it could be anyone in those next three spots. Yep. Yep. I, and, and look, I do wish that that seventh was already wrapped up because I was actually excited to see Emery and Deserby go head to head. I think, you know, Deserby's obviously a very, uh, he's a great up and coming manager. I think Brighton have a hell of a manager under him and his style of play, very attacking as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Emery's just more the, the, the grandmaster of chess, right? So I think it was like master and apprentice today. And I think the master's always going to come out on top. But, you know, full, I just want to touch on it again, full credit to Brighton. And I do love Deserby as a manager. Like what he's done with them, and he's probably got a shoestring of a budget compared to Villa. Um, you know, they're going to be a force next season. But I do, you know, I don't want to jump to predictions, Noah, but I do think next year top four is within reach because um, I think a lot of other clubs are starting to decline with their players and we're kind of on the incline with who we're getting and who we're probably going to be linked with. We're always linked with great talent now. That's yeah, a great thing definitely. to see. You know, I don't like to read too much into rumours, but if we're linked with world-class players, well, you know, that's a good sign. Absolutely. And um, I mean, throughout the game, uh, Noah, there was, um, you know, it's it's very fine margins. There was, you know, uh, Brentford were beating Man City uh, at one point. Um, Tottenham got the early goals against uh, Leeds, which meant for a while we were not in that seventh spot um, until we got our goals. Um, so, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was everything just was like a roller coaster. It was you know, crazy to think, you know, if Brighton equalised here, we, we could drop to uh, ninth, you know, um, at, in those last 10 minutes. So, um, you know, it is fine margins. And, you know, we, we're going to be tested next season, more games, uh, bigger expectations. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be a tough season. It's go- And um, it's not easy to back it up year after year in the Premier League because teams just keep coming they, they keep putting money in. They keep improving. And we're, we're going to have to keep doing the same. If we stand still, we'll get left behind. So I, I really hope, you know, we, we have a good plan We and we, um you know, absolutely bolster in this next transfer window. I'll tell you what, this is why I love this sport. Like the final day of the season, so much up for grabs. You know, technically two teams could have survived relegation, unfortunately. Yeah. They all went down, but there was so many like things would happen. Brentford could have finished seventh. Yep. We could have finished ninth. Tottenham could have come in. Like there was just so much going on. I know the league was wrapped mm. up, you know, not like the Aguero season, like we got that goal, but it's just such an incredible sport. And this and, is why it's like just and so- Austra- Australian fans that aren't soccer people don't really get it. Oh, you you don't have finals. You don't have a grand final. Um, it's yeah. you know it's 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 a bit of a cultural shock to them to know that. No, it's just whoever finish on top wins the league. You know, they... And then you've got other competitions, right? So it's not only the best in your country, you've got to be the best in Europe to back it up as well. Mm. Then you've got the FA Cup, all these other cups. AFL is just one comp. You know, again, yeah. I love AFL, don't get me wrong, but it's a completely different sport. Um, mm. I also, I also, oh, fuck, what was I going to say? Bloody hell, Noah. What was Noah just saying? I was talking about how I love this sport, mate. Yeah, then you oh, I bloody forgot. Well, I was, I was, oh. I was just going to say that, um, you know, oh. like if you look at something like Welcome to Wrexham, right, with the Wrexham ownership, like that was yeah. the thing that um, you know brought these American guys in. They've they've got a similar sports system to Australia in that they have finals and no relegation and this sort of thing. But they thought, what well, you can you can take this team and go all the way to the Premier League, you know, like and you know that's that's what's brilliant about this sport. We saw with Luton uh, beating Coventry, uh, our neighbours, so we won't have another. Uh, sort of Midlands team in the Premier League, unfortunately for them. But um, yeah, it's just 
it, it is amazing. And um, it, it was so good to have something riding on the last game of the season that wasn't relegation. You know, um, it was something positive this time. I agree. And and I think that's what I forgot to say. We had a tough run in to our last few games, probably had the hardest run in, and we came out on top. And again, I do wish it was settled, but I think the fact that we won this today uh, or this morning our time, you know, just how resilient we are all of a sudden, right? We're just grinding out results against big teams. Yeah, you know, it sucks we lost to Wolves and we dropped some silly games this season, like Leicester, you know, when they came back against us and we made it hard for us, but I think now we have belief and I think we just mm. know how to win games. You know, win them ugly. Sometimes you have to revert to a bloody park in the bus. If it works, it works. Um, in well, that, every, was, we that was seven wins at home in a row, I think, yeah. to finish like the that. season. Yeah, it's, an, it's an unreal crazy. number. And, and again, we always touch, and I know Emery touches on it, like unreal support, unreal fans. And, you know, we touch on fans. Thank you to our Coupe de Villa supporters this year. The only one that yes. really stands. I'd say my personal supporter of the season, I'll say it early. I'll probably jump in and say, probably going to be Mohammed Adam all the way from Norway. So, we go love you, Mohammed. Go and get all the other Scandinavians aboard, the whole nine of you. Yeah. <laughs> no, you might no. you might be able to watch filler if they um if they if they draw Bodo Glimpt or some Norwegian. <laughs> I don't know whereabouts in Norway you're from. Please let us know. And I don't know, maybe uh you'll get a bit of a European tour to your part and, of the woods. That'd be great. And, and Mahad, Muhammad Adam, your, your English is fantastic, by the way. It's definitely better than our Norwegian. But no, thank you to all of our fans. Scott, probably your pet mum and dad and Noah, your uncle Coxie, probably being, you know, the locals, our first couple supporters. And we've grown to over 600 now in probably a year. And, you know, we started this in COVID just to keep ourselves occupied. I've already, you know, I'll commit for the next 10 years. I said I'd skip my wedding for this. To sign him up. <laughs> sign him up. Get that contract, Scott. That's Mate, it. Sign him up. Give him a ten. Give him a long term. I'll do well, it. I'll Tommy, do it Tommy's the star power, you know, and um, we are going to see him. Put those shorts on soon. So I'm very excited to when, see that. When are we doing it, mate? Honestly, well, end, end of the podcast, mate. Yeah, we'll oh, do. Right. Yeah, we'll finish up. So, um, look, where 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 else can we go from here, Noah? Um, the ladies had a good win against uh, yes. Liverpool in the last game. Um, no, did. Arsenal. Sorry, it was Arsenal. The yeah. Liverpool was a draw. They drew big, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but they, they beat Arsenal, them, yeah. which is a big scalp, and. Um, Rachel Daly got player of the season. And the um, golden boot. And, and the, the golden, golden boot. boot as well, yeah. And it's equaled crazy. the record for um, the most amount of goals in the Women's Super League with 22 goals. So congratulations to her. I hope we can keep hold of her for another season because uh, I'm sure the, the Wolves will come knocking at the door and they'll want to uh, they'll want to sign her up because she is absolute quality and she's got a big few months ahead with the World Cup coming up here in Australia and New Zealand. So... Um, good luck to her for that as well, and and the other the other villains are Hampton and um, uh, there there is one more Laura Nobbs, I think. That's maybe. it. The, she yeah. she's in the England squad too. We, so. love, yeah. we love Nobbs. We love Nobbs. Um, and um, Alicia Layman was on the score sheet too. So we good love on her. Alicia Layman. We love Alicia Layman. <laughs> I, I know. I know that. I know that you love her. Um, and I saw that she did a uh, video with the train guy. Did you see that? The this guy that's the, the the train spotter guy who's been famous on the YouTube. Oh, for... the train guy. Okay. No, I haven't yeah. seen him. Well, check it out. It's uh, it's quite interesting. She um she dropped in and helped him out. He he just watches trains go by and he gets very excited by them. What? But um, yeah, there you go. he's got a that's huge following. So um, yeah, he's he's she was there with him, so that was good to see. Um, but yeah, what should we do? The shorts now? No, nah, I've well, got one thing to go through. Okay. 
the predictions. I'm actually not wearing any pants, by the way, so I don't know if I should be wearing some. <laughs> uh, well, um, this is uh, Coupe de Villa late night edition. Um, Tommy, we might have to put like a, a fuzzy bit over you, you or might, something. You might, you might have to turn his camera off for a second. <laughs> but Yeah, so, we did, so Noel, we... Um, we did a prediction video at the start of the season and and you've been uh, back to have a little look-see to see how we got on. Um, take us through it. How, how did we get on? All right, so it actually, this is so long ago. I think it was late July, just after the Wrens game, the preseason wow. game. That we so This is such a long time ago. So we did a few categories. We did relegation, top seven, Villa's spot, player of the year, young player of the year, surprise of the year, disappointment of the year, most goals, most assists. Then Tommy added Premier League golden boot. And then we did most under pressure. Okay. So I don't remember. I don't even remember who I picked. All right, I, remember, so, I know. I know. I, got, I know which one I got, right? Yeah. So what I'll do is I will do relegation first. Yep. I got the most relegation spots right. I got two. The rest of you guys got one. So I said Bournemouth, Southampton, and Leeds. We all had Bournemouth last, by the way. No surprise. Wow. And so Scott, you had Bournemouth, Fulham, Southampton. Fulham, and Fulham Tommy, wrong. Tommy had Bournemouth, Leeds, Fulham. And I believe oh, wow. I believe Tommy also said no matter if it's this season or next season, Fulham will go down one of the two. So yep. watch out, Fulham. I'll stick with that. Uh top seven. I'm gonna yep. start with Tommy's ridiculous choice Chelsea Chelsea to win the league Tommy <laughs> had Chelsea to win the league oh, followed dear. by Manchester City Arsenal Liverpool Tottenham Man United and West Ham then Scott you had Man City Liverpool Spurs Arsenal Chelsea Aston Villa to get seventh wow. I called it I called it wow and then I had City, Liverpool, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal. And I said Arsenal all or nothing to the Amazon Prime. They're getting nothing. And they end up getting nothing anyway. So that was pretty spot on. Then I had United and West Ham. Quickly onto the Villas. So, Scott, you said seventh. Remarkable prediction. So congratulations Thank you. On Thank that. you very much. I said ninth. Tommy said eighth. And I'll tell you what, if we went back through his predictions in November, we would look so stupid. <laughs> Um, and then Scott, just a little quote from you. You said Ollie Watkins is not scoring anywhere near seventeen goals, uh, seventeen goals this season. Okay, and he got pretty well, close to that. Yeah, he got pretty okay. close. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't think he'd, he'd do as well as he did, but he, he's he, look, he's proved me wrong, and I love you, I love you, Ollie. Um, and this was in July, right? This, this is in July. July. This is yeah. July, and then yeah, we'll right. go into who we thought would be our player of the year. Now, everyone technically had a different one. So I had Matty Cash. I thought Gerard's system, the way he has his wingbacks involved. Tommy, you originally said Diego Carlos, as mm. your, which is not a bad shout, unfortunately, he got injured. But then you said Kamara could also be part of the season, which, again, injuries. Scott, yep. you just went straight out with Kamara. Yeah. Um, well, I think um, when we saw him in preseason, oh, he so was good. the standout player. Head and and, um, head and look, shoulders above. Yeah, if you think about, like, when he has been fit, he has probably been one of our best players. Um, I thought he was great yesterday. Um, I think if he's he so calm. the whole season, he wins player of the season. Possibly. I really do because he was so good. Um, I'll quickly jump into young player of the year, which surprisingly we didn't really have an academy player breakthrough this season. No. First time in a while. So I went Timmy, mm. Agrabonum, and then you two both went Cameron Archer. 
which yeah. I think was a pretty safe choice. Well, I think we win because he had a pretty good season at, at Middlesbrough. But but Tim actually like didn't do too bad at QPR either. So no, no, exactly be, what about Ramsey Jr. as well? Yeah, but they weren't our prediction, mate, were they? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, surprise of the season. Yep. We all went somewhere different again. I went Cameron Archer. Yep. Tommy went Leon Bailey. Mm. And Scott, I think you could be quite happy with this one. Esri Consa. I think had a very good season as well. So Look, I, I always rated Esri. I, I do love I love myself a bit of concert. Did you, you see do. his video um with saying with JJ where And JJ's like <laughs> it's only, it's the, only conference. the conference. <laughs> oh my god. It's pretty but, funny though, but he said he was joking if he yeah. didn't think it was, but like, who cares? Disappointment of the season. Does anyone remember who they went for? No. Stephen Gerrard. No, you did not go for Steven Gerrard, Tommy. So I went for Danny Ings. Mm, that's a good one. Tommy was in this phase of hating Ollie Watkins. So he said Ollie Watkins. Yes. <laughs> it looked good at the time, Noah. <laughs> uh, and Scott said um, Leon Bailey. But Tommy also went to say, if um, Tommy said, if we're not in the top half mid-season, Gerrard would be gone. Yeah, that, was predi- that, that was bigger than the Black Sea prediction. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your better ones. Uh, that was that was, that was far better than Ollie Watkins will be uh, gone. Well, he actually he didn't make the England squad either. I said he I won't know. make the England squad. He didn't. So I was no. I was right times two. Thank you. But didn't you That's say right. that we'd get rid of him? Or you said he'd be well, gone. At, yeah, you did. You did. Yeah, but you'd get rid of him, not make the England <laughs> bring, squad. Same, bring same, back same. Rich Burton because I'll tell you what, you had a crack at him after the Bournemouth episode. I remember. Where's Rich Burton? He said, "Oh, Gerard, you bloody hater, Tom." I'm like, I know my shit, Rich. <laughs> not always, but I pick out some gems. Uh, so then we got most goals. Now mm-hmm. this is almost a bang on prediction from myself. I said Ollie Watkins, fifteen or sixteen goals. Wow. That is spot on. You can go watch that. You don't believe me? Go watch back that prediction episode. Unreal. Tommy said Danny Ng. What is a link below? We always do whatever. Scott, put that link in the description for that predictions episode. I will. Uh, Seeming Tommy was hating Ollie Watkins, he went Danny Ings. Scott, you went Ollie Watkins. How many did I say? You didn't say. You didn't say. Uh, Most assists, everyone's wrong. You two Mm. said Coutinho. I said Leon Bailey. God, Coutinho, that's a bad I know, pick. but you got to think. I think <laughs> it's his, re- his redemption next season, I reckon. I you really reckon? do. I think okay. so. Yeah, yeah redemption so. at Corinthians. <laughs> now, Premier League Golden Boots, uh, Tommy jumped in and said, let's do the Golden Boot. Right. Scott said Salah. Tommy oh, said Jesus. I said Erling Haaland. Wow. Well done. Well done. Under yeah. the most pressure. <laughs> I said Steven Gerrard. That's a good call. Scott, you said Maddie Cash because of Kane Kessler Hayden pressure. Yeah, that didn't really work out well. Didn't work out. No. Tommy, you said Consol or Digne under most pressure for you. Well, Digne could be gone, so I guess. But to be fair, my my pick, it wasn't Kessler Hayden. It was Ashley Young that put him exactly. under pressure. So exactly. I was kind of half, right? Yeah. yeah. The Cash would be under pressure. I also made another comment, Noah, I believe, about someone else under pressure, if I'm correct. I don't remember. Did I say something? Yeah, I sent it in one of the pods. I said, I said, I said, Troy Eccles might be under pressure if he keeps missing oh. some podcasts. <laughs> and here we are, the three of us. Oh. But we love Troy. We love Troy. But ha- hashtag bring back Troy. Get him <laughs> we, T for Troy, not A. You. 
dipshit. I did a hashtag, man. I did a hashtag. Anyway, anyway. I did. I did. Call, I did. I did say Troy's yeah, on the. That's right. I didn't. I didn't have that one. We do. Yes, we do miss Troy, but he's uh, he's 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 taking his time to spend more time with his family, and that's all good. That's fair enough. He's that's welcome back anytime. Um, this is this is a good segue, Scott. Obviously. Yes. This is the last episode of the season. I still can't quite believe our second season of the podcast has uh, I know. come to the end. Um, we're coming up to 100 episodes soon. It's great. That'll be next year, next mm-hmm. season. Um, well, probably in the off-season, right? But one of these episodes we want to do is a Q&A because everyone keeps asking for a, a genuine Q&A. And we used to answer a question at the start of every, uh, every episode. So you, the fans, if you have any questions, I'm going to put a post in the community tab again, just like we did for our play of the year poll. Let us know some questions. It can be, you want to ask Tommy why he always wears a hat. You know, you can ask him some of that. Or if you want to go for a, a broad question to all of us, feel free to ask your question. And we'll, uh, I'm looking forward to on that. Yeah, sounds great. Sounds great. And we can do a lot of, I think the quiz should probably come back. I would say over the over the break, we'll do some transfer talk. We'll do some, um, you know, maybe some watch-alongs again of some old matches like we tried before. Uh, yeah, we got plenty of stuff. Um, on the on the back burner so please um make sure you've hit that bell and you'll be notified anytime we drop a video and like and subscribe of course if you have not already um yeah so because we're over 600 now and we're trying to we're trying to pull in that 1000 that'd be great but um you know you guys have been great you know come on villa come on scott's got to buy his yacht we need that's it i know (laughs) (laughs) i know Uh, i gotta take a second mortgage out yeah, but, and, uh, and maybe this is maybe a good segue to the final prediction. I believe sometime I said, and it was so far-fetched, I said, I will I will break open my crappy Benteke shorts that are probably worth nothing now, but they were nine years ago when I turned 21. So this is a very <laughs> sentimental gift from my 21st. And and I believe we've qualified for Europa Conference. We have. But still Europa. So do, do we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Tell me. Tell me. Let's, let's not tell my mum, but oh. I brought her, her meat smashing hammer. I've also brought a knife. Okay. So if if this if any of you tell my mum that I've got a hammer, I'll kill you. That's why I brought yeah, it. Get, get, get in the I, comments. I, 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 this I could, this could go this could go badly. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if I die, Noah, you can keep my laptop, mate. Right. All right, let me just let's thank it. Over. All <laughs> right, so Tommy is going over to the wall. He's picking up the Benteki shorts. Are they signed? They're definitely signed. You can see. They are signed, are they? I can happy, see. Happy. It's all well, here. Let, let me let me show you. It says Happy Twenty First, Tom Thomas from Villa. Oh, lovely. And so these these are signed Benteke training shorts. So yep. I am I am open. I am ripping up in something that means a lot to me. He was my favorite player for Villa at the time. <laughs> Carried the club, kind of like I carry this podcast. Yeah, exactly like that. You are, the, you, you, are the, you are the you are the Ben of this podcast for sure. I, I can either be Ben Techie or bloody I don't know someone terrible. All right, <laughs> I, think, I think you can actually slice it at the back. Okay. Oh, this is so good. <laughs> this is like an unboxing. Yeah, now we now going to fix the frame up and just get them back on the wall. No, 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 mate. These are coming out. I'm going to wear these to bed now. Glass. You know, what, Scott. You know what, I've, Scott? I've come prepped, mate. Give me a sec. Just give me okay. a sec. Okay, okay. I've, I've, I've brought a blanket. We're just going to smack the fucker open. All right, let's do that. This is. We're going full jack. This thing's fucking bulletproof, man. Jesus. <laughs> 
Oh. What's in the back? Jesus Christ. Okay. This is isn't as, this isn't as straightforward as we thought. No, it's not, mate. Not I, just... honestly, <laughs> honestly, I take my hat off to labourers. I actually thought they'd done fuck all. Good you on. Might, you might have to cut this down a bit, Scott. Yeah, this is this is like getting into Fort Knox or something. Like, come on. Mate, honestly, it's easier to escape fucking Alcatraz than cut this yeah. thing up. <laughs> go. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. We're getting somewhere. Here we go. Okay. Um, and I got a chicken parma and oh. uh, Tommy got a steak. Uh, a bit overcooked for his liking, I do believe. He asked for it medium oh. well, but it was definitely on the well done side. Medium well? Who are you? Exactly oh, what I thought. He's a, oh, my so God. Funny. you got to go Mate, medium rare, is, surely. This guy stapled them on a piece of paper. Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Here we go. They're out. They're fucking Here we up, go. Mate. Well hey. done. Yes. Oh. Europa, Europa Conference. you got to hold it up. Like... Like, duh. so they're, they're, they're signed by Ben Teke. Mm. Um, I Excellent. don't even know if they fit. Do you reckon, do you reckon, I, do you reckon I can sign up? <laughs> I'm sure you'd be able to get into them, but um... <laughs> I'm not fucking no one, mate. Look, just wear, <laughs> look, just wear them on your head, you know, if you want. Uh, I've spent all night opening the thing. I'm gonna, what, what large are these? What are these midgets? Jesus Christ. Oh, that's good enough, all right. I think. Yes, yeah, so, you know, you've done it. You've done amazing. That's that's quality <laughs> podcasting, right there. Um, you know, for, for everyone listening on Spotify, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I apologize because they that, heard, that, just heard a, bu- a bunch of grunting. They don't know what's going yes, on. But but Tommy did just take his Ben Techie shorts that he's had for nine years from the on the wall, signed and framed, and he's taken them out and he's wearing them. Because we made it to Europe, so well done to you, Tommy. You know if you want them, keep them. You want them, yeah. Noah? No, they're yours, mate. No, good, good on you for following well, through. Do, they mean nothing. It's the frame that meant something. Oh, now, God. I'm, I'm more annoyed. I'm more annoyed now that me old man's gonna play. Oh shit! I just, I'm so <laughs> stupid that I forgot I'm on my phone. I actually picked up my laptop. Look at this. <laughs> My old man's more pissy that there's a nail drilled into the wall. Anyway, lads. Well, that's probably as good a time as any to wrap it up, guys. Oh. It's been an amazing uh, season. Thank you all for supporting, watching, subscribing, all your comments. Please let us know um, how excited you are for this European tour we've got coming up next year. Will you be traveling to any any of the uh, European destinations? Uh, if you're in the UK, please let us know. Um, and, you know, who would you like us to see to sign in the summer? What areas do we need to strengthen? Um, all that kind of thing. Please let us know. Um, and we will be back with, um, you know, uh, well, just we'll we'll be catching up every now and we'll then over. The, we'll yeah, we'll be back. back. Don't worry about. We'll don't be back. We'll just so put, we'll live stream. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about something. There's going to be uh, lots of transfer news, I'm sure. Lots of rumors, and um, yeah, it's not going to be too far away till we start playing preseason games again. And we've got the tour of America coming up. So uh, it's going to be very exciting. And if you're in America and you're, you're going to any of these games, please let us know in the comments because we are a worldwide fan base and um, you are all welcome at Coop de Villa. We've loved your support in the 22, 23 season. It's been magnificent. We finished in Europe. Noah, Tommy, I want to thank you guys for being here every week. You guys are amazing. You're my brothers. And, you know, 
I love you guys and Same here, up the villa. Up and, the we will, and we will see you again. Thanks, guys. We will see you all again very soon. Up the villa. Up the villa. Up the villa. Up the villa.